some people listen, some people don't. If they want to walk out the door, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Bye, bitch. there's the door, bitch. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, the door. I'll be here for another consult if you want to come back. Yeah. And most of the time they do. They just want to come back for a chat again and just touch base. And they'll be like, oh, I found this product in this treatment. Do you think that will be suitable? Like for me, I'm like, this is great. I'm like, yes, ask me those questions. Yeah. Hey chicks, I'm Al. And I'm Sal. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons because we are broke in funds but rich in life. And today we are joined by one of my favourite humans in the whole world, <laughs> Nurse Arda. She is my cosmetic injector. And we are chatting all things cosmetic injections, Botox, fillers, because... We were in our therapy session, I mean, my injection session, and (laughs) I just think it's so interesting, all the stuff that we talk about and, like, all the common misconceptions and the myths and the thing that's really good to know because, you know, fillers and Botox and cosmetic injections are becoming so popular, especially amongst young women, that I think the education piece behind it is so incredibly important, and I've also been a victim of it sounds so dramatic but I have been a victim of a lack of education within this space and falling into a bit of body dysmorphia as well so I just thought it was such a really good episode to do for the chicks Mm. and maybe for me too just kidding I'm good now we're good now but before we get into the episode we do start off with a life lesson of the week and my life lesson of the week is if you are just going about your life and you're meeting up with a friend or something buy them a little knickknack if you're you know passing through Kmart and you see a cute little pen, buy them a little something just to be like, I was thinking of you and I got you this. So I'd like to give you oh. both a little Kinder Surprise egg. Oh. Fuck yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh my God. That I was getting petrol on the way memories. here. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get them a little Kinder Surprise egg. I love Kinder Surprises. This has absolutely made my day. Oh, oh thanks, Sal. Love it. I really, I won't. I, I'm going to put this you down because really I wanna, really want to open it. You want to eat it, don't you? And I want to see what the toy is, but I'll wait until after that. I think that's just so nice. Can we start making adult ones with like a vibrator in the middle of it? Mm-hmm, perfect. <laughs> yep. Don't mm-hmm. steal that kinder. Like a little affirmation, you know. We're so different it. sometimes. <laughs> We're so different. I'm imagining like a fortune cookie but with a kinder surprise, you know. Yeah. Being like, you will be okay. But I'm it's like, like kinder you. surprise and it's like XXX on the bottom. That's my one. You can have your affirmations one. Or it's like it's like a lucky dip. Will you get an affirmations or a sex toy? Both winning. Let's TM that. TM. Trademarked. Quick, quick stat. Okay. My <laughs> life lesson of the week is an app that I found and it's called Run Pee. So this app tells you the best times to go pee when you're watching a movie in the cinema. Oh my gosh, I love that. I Did know. you use it for Oppenheimer? I found it after really? I'd gone to Oppenheimer. I know. This exists? Yes. No idea. So you literally can search up any movie and it will show you multiple times that are like the best spots to go pee. So it will be like, I don't know, like... The Oppenheimer one, for example, was like a two-minute sex scene that sort of goes nowhere. Or, oh, but I don't want to miss that. But that's a go- but if you don't want to miss it, that's good because then you also know it gives you but multiple how do options. You know, how do you know where you're at? Like, do you like start a timer? It, and when you're yeah, in the so movies, it tells you the and, time and then stamp. It'll give you like a, but how do you know what timestamp you're at? So you can set up reminders in the app, and it will buzz you thirty seconds before that's about to start. So you could like start getting up and go. So yeah, it's so good. It also tells you if there's like extras in the credits at the end. 
So if you want to stay back to watch the Easter eggs that they often oh put God. in at the end. Yeah. I love that. It's so good. I'm Has it for like every that. movie. Yeah. Because honestly, I've got the bladder of a four-year-old. Same. And also the average movie these days is over two hours. I'm pretty sure it's actually three days. Right? Yeah. If Oppenheimer is anything to go by. And there's no way I'm giving up my popcorn combo with a Coke. Okay? <laughs> it's very important. So run pee app, not spawn, and it's free. Run pee. I run love pee. that. He's like, run pee. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, hey. Good. All right. All right. Anna, what do you my got turn. for us? Hmm. The first thing that came to my mind is I'm all about sending a really nice, short, sweet message to my best friends every morning. Oh my gosh. And if they I don't reply, <laughs> yeah, where's ours? Which is, you know, 90% of the time. At night, I'm like, good night. Sounds like you had a busy day. Here mm. if you need me. And then they reply the next day and they're like, that actually made my day. I was going through something, so thank you. And I'm Aww. like, you're welcome. I'm like, you know what? You don't need a boyfriend sometimes. Friends are always here for you. So always send a message in the morning to check up on your loved ones. I love, I love that. that. Send the morning princess text to your best friend. Yep. Yeah. Good morning, gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. Good morning. Have a great day. Oh, that's job. I love oh, that. That's great. Alrighty. Well, let's mm-hmm. get into the chunk of the episode. Wow. Let's do it. So, Sal, do you want to kick us off? So, Sal, you have never had Botox or fillers or anything. Mm-hmm. I have had fillers. I've got <laughs> a little bit of filler in my lips and a little bit of filler in my chin. And then Botox in my Just forehead, thinking about it. Crow's feet. I've, I've had, had your masseters. Oh, masseters. Yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah, that's important. Anyway, yeah. there's a bit of Botox in there. A bit of everything. And I think I've been getting cosmetic injections since I was like 18 and it has been like a big roller coaster, which I'm sure like you've seen as well, yeah. Arda, with people that started getting it really young and didn't really know anything about no. it and you just went to different places, used different yeah. products and all that stuff and yeah, so I feel like I've got a little bit of an understanding, definitely not an expert, but I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of my education has come from you, but yeah, Sal, you're a... <laughs> You're a virgin to, mm-hmm. to the injections. Yes, but I do have lots of friends who have dabbled and I've got nothing against it, but mm. I also think it means that I have a lot of questions because I haven't had this sort of like one-on-one consultation mm-hmm. with anyone before. Yeah. So get ready. Consults are great. <laughs> I'm all for the consults. Consultations are normally yeah. free though as well, aren't they? The clinic I work at, yeah, it's complimentary. Yeah. That's cool. Some of the other clinics, no. So. It depends That's on what, good, what they want to do. That's good that you can go in and like have a chat and then yep. if you're like, do you know what? This has scared me. It's fine. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Education is very empowering. So let's start off with our first question. Mm-hmm. What shouldn't you do before and after getting Botox? Definitely get all your skin treatments done. So don't, you know, go to another clinic and have like intense skin needling and then the next day you're like yeah I'm good to go for my Botox treatment no (laughs) so that's why consultations are great because you need to come in have a chat and be like you know what this is my treatment plan I do my skin needling every four weeks or I like to get my brows done with my lamination or my tint done when should I be timing my anti-wrinkle so I would say if you're having deep invasive skin treatments like Fraxel or Morpheus or skin needling, definitely like two to three weeks. Have that done. Get your brows done a week or two before and then come in for your anti-wrinkle treatment. Mm -hmm. Get your skin treatments done, as I said, and then all your omegas, 
your multivitamins, your supplements. See to that a couple of days before the treatment as well. Go to the gym. A lot of people think, oh, I can come in and have my anti-wrinkle and then I'm going to do like Pilates after. And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> do all your sweaty workouts before and then come in to have your anti-wrinkle. That's the you easy can, part. You can even time it like <laughs> half an hour yeah. in between. Yeah. It's not a problem. Have you yeah, like done shower. exercise for 24 hours? I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, boo no. Oh, What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, you either get two different answers from patients. Some of them get really <laughs> aggressive and annoyed and they're like, oh, this has interrupted my day. What oh. do you mean I can't work out? And I'm like, no, 24 hours, no steam, heat, sweating. Oh, and they have to really think about it if they want to go ahead with the treatment wow. or not. Wow. Yep. They're dedicated. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Can't well, relate. The area I work in, so. Yeah, Bondo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, some true. people are like, oh, thanks for that. I need a day off. I'm like, mm. yep, and it's no welcome. alcohol as well, right? No alcohol 24 hours before. Now well. that's the hard one. I was going to say, <laughs> ow. So that's, that's where it gets you. That's the one tricky. <laughs> <laughs> so gym one, I'm like, sweet, no alcohol. <laughs> Yeah. But oh, my yeah. God, Al. I'm so and proud of you. And there's no caffeine as well, right? What? Does Beforehand? It does increase, you know, bleeding or bruising yeah. as well, mm. especially like Nurofen. A lot of people take Nurofen every day. And then I'm like, no, no, cease that a couple of days before as well. Yeah. If you wow. can't, 24 hours is ideal. Our last treatment, I walked in with an iced coffee, just yeah. swishing it around. Yeah. Oh, I was like, 80% really? of it down. And I was like, yeah. oh, she's had most of it. I won't say anything. I don't want to ruin her morning. Yeah. <laughs> and we're about to do it. She's like, do you want a sip? And I was like, oh, I wasn't actually supposed to have one of these, was I? <laughs> so I was taking it more of a hydration point of view. I was like, if we're going to do lip filler, she needs to hydrate now before I numb her lips. Exactly. I was like, there's ice in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, it's good. Oh, yeah, I didn't judge. I didn't say. <laughs> do you know what's so How funny dare you bring is in that I did get, because every other time you've done my lips, I have never had bruising. Yeah. And then that time I had a tiny little bruise. Oh, okay. And I was like, I hate it when she's right. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, like damn it. Did yeah. you do That's so sad. What about facials? Two weeks before. Okay. Same thing. And then after? Two weeks after. Okay. Good yeah. to know. So don't touch your face basically for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then you have to sleep upright, don't you? That's, Ant- that's Anti wrinkle, yeah. Yeah, you can't like Three to four hours. smother your face in a pillow. Damn it. Yeah. Well, if you come in the morning, you're good to go by night. Oh, oh gorgeous. True. Yeah. So a super common question and something that I personally also experienced, which was super fun, is lip filler migration. So <laughs> we were talking about this as well. And like a couple years ago, this just was not discussed. And it's kind of been the good thing about social media and our access to information there finally is one positive to it. There's <laughs> too much information out there. Yeah, yeah. there's so much information. Some would say too much. And we kind of all realised that lip filler migration was a thing. I don't think anyone yeah. realised what it was. And, you know, when I was maybe like 20, I definitely had quite bad lip filler migration, maybe even 21. I can't remember. I have no concept of time. <laughs> and I kept kind of like being like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's 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 all good. And then I remember I was like, I have to have this dissolved. Mm -hmm. But before we kind of get into that whole spiel of dissolving, why does lip filler migrate? Why does that happen? And how can you tell? And how can you avoid it? (laughs) Most of the time you would look at somebody and you'd be like, "Mm, that doesn't look right. Mm. Or it's just a bit too much. 
how does it happen? Well, it depends on where you go, the experience, technique, product. Also, it's more the patient's anatomy. So a lot of time people come in first time having lip filler and they'll show me a photo and it's something very plump, like more plump than Kylie Jenner or that's sort of the vibe they're going for. And I'm like, okay, let's just put the phone down. Let's have a look at your face. Mm. Best to start off with something soft. You need to expand the surface area slowly, slowly, and then build up to a product that's a little bit more thicker and then you can get to a plump lip. I would say consultations are great. The patient needs to understand what a lip filler treatment is. They always assume that you're going to go from A to Z real quick in the one treatment. Over time, your lips are expanding and dermal fillers will last more than what it is advertised. So now that we've got ultrasound technology, we can see that dermal fillers are lasting up to five or ten years. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So we That's might, insane. you know, like if people are like, oh, no, this lasts six months or 12 months because my previous injector told me. So I'm here for a lip top up and I'll feel the lip and I'm like, no, you've got filler in there. And they go, oh, impossible. Yeah, it's like it's it's gone now. No, but it's, it's like, gone. That's the thing is, people it's my routine. Think it, yeah, it lasts a year, but there's so that they're like going in for their top up or yep. like their redo, but there's already filler in there, so you're just adding more and more and more, more and more. Mm. Yep. So it's like a balloon, you know. You're slowly expanded. The more you keep expanding, it will pop. Same with migration. The product needs to go somewhere. It needs to move. Where will it go? It'll either probably go down into the wet border in your gums, or it might shift up. So a lot of the techniques that are out on social media, they look amazing and people like Russian technique or I want that border really defined in my Cupid's bow and I'm looking at their face and I'm like, That's not gonna... I'm like, let's just, let me just educate you a little bit about lip filler and they go, mm, right, but it looks good. I'm like, yeah, it looks good for now. But they don't show you photos like before and then after 10 months or yeah. 12 months when it's all been like yep. there's no room in this slip i'm gonna go set up camp under your nostril like yep. so you will have to get it dissolved if you want a different shape in the end so with dissolving fillers if you have kind of realized that there's migration there mm -hmm. and say you're in a console and yep. Beautiful nurse Ada has told you that it's time to let it <laughs> the go. The traumatic news that you need to dissolve your lips. Mm -hmm. Well, you've had a couple people when you said you think yeah. it's best to dissolve that they've walked out. Mm-hmm. So oh sounds God. like what? Yep. I'm not brutal, but I just sort of stand my ground and I'm like, look, if you want treatment with me, I will have to dissolve your lips because it's just not safe to keep going and pushing product into your lip and you've already got migration as it is. It will get worse. Mm. And some patients are like, that's fine. I just want my treatment. But then I know that in two months' time when they're smiling, it's probably going to be shifting down mm. into their gums and it just won't look good. Mm. And I won't be happy that people say, oh, where'd you get your lips done? And then I'm the last person. Yeah, And they'll be like, oh, she did that to your lips. Like, look at that thing. What's that? Yeah, like in the back of their head, they're probably like, well, I'm never going to go there. Yeah. yeah, well, we were saying this before that a lot of the time you hear about different places to go through word of mouth. Like word of mouth is so important. So you don't want your name attached to something nope. that you advised against in the beginning. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When someone really doesn't want to get their lip filler dissolved, does it 
can they have that thing of being like, oh, it's fine, it'll go away on its own? Or do people kind of need to have the path of less resistance and just <laughs> get it dissolved? Like, will it go away on its own? Yes, it will. But I can't tell you, come back in two years mm. and your lips will be perfect. Yeah. No. In terms of a scientific point of view, they're saying that dermal fillers now are lasting longer and longer. Mm. So you could have it for 10 years. Well, you could have it for five years. Yeah. But I can't say they'll come back to looking like a virgin lips mm. in a year. Sadly, you will have to get it dissolved. Yeah. Mm. I think it was the best thing that I ever did. Like, I do not regret it at all. And I've spoken to people just in everyday life that are like, I think my feelers migrated. And I'm like, oh, no, no. I've been there. Yeah. I'm like, it sucks because as well, it's a lot of money that you spend on it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, gah. And it's and quite then, painful, and isn't it, it? Well, that's the thing is... I'm a sook with all of it. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Okay. Yeah, we have to do breathing exercises. It's so amazing. I feel like I'm in meditation. Yeah. I'm like going to the same. Yeah, it's so funny because we'll be talking and then Arda will be like, okay, and we're going to breathe in, wiggle your toes. And I'm like, I'm so relaxed. Ow. Yeah. But it's actually like not, I don't think the dissolving is any worse than the filler itself really and like it it like, we're not going to sugarcoat it it hurts but it's not like there's a reason why i can go back it's not you unbearable. Know? like it's not the worst thing in the world and some people as well they'll they don't feel anything no. so i think i just have a little bit of a low pain tolerance with it mm. but some people like say that they don't feel a thing but yeah. i actually didn't think dissolving was that bad and yeah. i really liked yeah. kind of being able to start fresh and we only do like half a mil that's each right. time as well. We go like so small. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. every clinic has a different procedure. And I would say 90% of the time patients are like, oh, no, I'm not getting my lips dissolved because that just kills. I've seen videos. I've seen photos. My friends tell me, oh, it's the most painful thing. And I'm like, well, just to let you know, every clinic has a different technique and we do mix the, the enzyme with a different product and we use a numbing agent. So it doesn't actually feel like glass is ripping your lips. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm. so it takes a lot of education, a lot of convincing and telling them everyone's different. So, mm. yeah. Mm, interesting. But we Risk use a numbing agent, so it doesn't hurt. Oh, that's good to know. It's great. I yeah. love when you put the numbing cream on. I feel like my lips are going to yeah. fall off my face. <laughs> yeah. Like, they seal on there and I'm like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. I'm like, you're like when you have something really hot and your lips like, like kind of that tingly, but you yeah. can't feel them. Yeah. This might be a bit of a rookie question. Before, when you were talking about getting lip filler dissolved, mm. but I have this question in regards to them getting dissolved but also just getting lip filler in general. Do your lips ever return back to what they looked like naturally or do they always look a little bit different regardless? When we are dissolving a lip, you are breaking down your own collagen. Mm -hmm. It also depends your baseline of what you were starting with. So yeah. if someone's been having lip filler for 10 years and all they've been having is thick filler and now it's migrated, when you do start to dissolve the lips, you can see that it sort of has kind of shrunk a little bit and shriveled, but also we can't really refill you back to that stage. Otherwise, you're going to get back to migration. Yeah. So it's hard to say, but sometimes I look at someone's lips and I'll be honest with them and I'm like, okay, if we dissolve today, they're not going to look the same. 
but we can slowly build up your volume that you've lost. Mm-hmm. Taking collagen helps, but hydration is the key. So people yeah. just don't drink enough water or don't hydrate. I'm like, guys, drink your water. You We're injecting you with hyaluronic acid that attracts water. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Very interesting. You need to plump up those lips. Yeah, definitely. Make them juicy. Yeah. <laughs> Make them juicy. Well, on that topic, we also wanted to ask you, what are some of the most common misconceptions around cosmetic injections that you've seen that you want to debunk? This is your chance, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Break Every- the internet. Break the world. Everyone just assumes you're going to be plastic and fake and there's so much hesitancy towards particular treatments that we offer and... I can just see it in their face. They're looking at me and they don't want to say it, but they're like, mm, I'm like, you're not going to be a fake. And mm. as soon as I say that, they're like, oh, okay. Well, it's good that like you like that natural approach. I'm like, yeah, I do. If you don't need a treatment, I'll tell you, you know what? You don't need that. She will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some of my patients don't like to hear that. They're like, oh no, but I want that treatment. I said, look, why do you want that treatment? What's the reason behind it? Is it because your friend had that treatment? Mm. Most of the time it's like, yeah, well, I heard that it's going to help improve this area and this area or I saw it on TikTok. TikTok's changed everything with aesthetics recently. Everyone's Mm. coming in, showing me videos and it's like, oh, can you inject me like this and this and Mm. this person in America is doing this. I'm like, well, we're in Australia. Mm. Let's just start there. Also, everyone has we different have, faces. Exactly. Yeah. We have different products here. We have different regulations and that's like a whole another thing. But everyone just assumes you're going to be fake and plastic and it's going to be obvious. So if you, you know, your partner doesn't agree with injectables and you're kind of going, going around it and you want to have treatment but you're scared that he'll find out or she, it's like, well, no, you can make it look natural. Mm. So. Yeah, I think that's like the best thing as well because obviously when I was younger, I would see photos and I would be like, I just want to look like them. Mm. Like I didn't care about looking like me anymore because I had all these insecurities going through my head. And thankfully now, like I've definitely broken away from that. But I look back on photos when I was younger and I just don't even look like myself. Like I definitely took it too far in a world of regards. But it's so nice to actually have someone that, you can be like, okay, these are just like tiny little tweaks, tiny little enhancements to still look like you and you don't, I think that's the thing, is like people think they're going to walk out looking like Kim Kardashian and it's like, no, the people that spend like (laughs) half a million dollars trying to look like Kim Kardashians don't even look like Kim Kardashian. They look scary and like a sleep paralysis demon. (laughs) I'm very frightened of them. You know that guy that like tried to get plastic surgery to look like Justin Bieber? Yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't seen this. Oh, my God. Have you seen it? No. Oh, my God, I'll show you after. It's okay. wild. You literally just have to look it up on Google. Yeah. But I was, like, scrolling through this thing and it was, like, I think it was on TikTok and it was, like, people that have gotten, like, plastic surgery to look like certain celebrities and how much they've spent. Mm. And I'm, like, if half a million dollars cannot make someone look like Justin Bieber, your lip filler is not going to make you look like Kim Kardashian. No. Like yeah, exactly. And just having that, like, wanting to look like you and, like, a little tweak. It's fine. Whatever makes you feel confident, do it for yourself. Don't do it for anyone else. Exactly. And that's, like, the best part. Probably my favourite thing that <laughs> I have ever had, ever had, and we'll probably have it until I'm lowered into the grave. Probably not. This I'm not going to come volumes. in. I'm, like, 80. I'm going to be like, we can't help me. <laughs> I'm too far gone. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'll be playing bingo. <laughs> but, but it's also quite 
spoken about on TikTok as well, your favourite mm-hmm. platform. Ever. Yeah, we're going back to that. Yeah. Yep. But it's the masseter injections. So it's the Botox for jaw clenching. So can you tell us what jaw Botox is and what it does? So masseters have become a really popular treatment recently. Now everyone's been seeing it on TikTok and Instagram and they're like, I want the snatched jawline. And I'm like, well, let me just feel your muscle first because we can't just go around and inject anti-wrinkle into your muscle when it's not even that strong. Mm. So a lot of the time people see their dentist first and then they'll come in and they'll be like, my dentist told me that I'm clenching and grinding my teeth and my mouth guard just isn't enough. So we need to be putting Botox in there. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me have a feel. Look, most of the time, everyone needs it. Mm. I'm sometimes feeling my masseters and I'm like, oh, are they strong enough now to relax them? It does give you a really great aesthetic outcome. So I don't know if you've seen it with yours, but yours will probably kick in in about six weeks' time. Mm. So if someone is quite wide in the face because the muscle is strengthening and it is widening the face, aesthetically, when we do relax the muscle, it does snatch you in a little bit. So you can have that treatment first and then you go in with jawline filler if you really want to contour your lower face. But it does relieve that tension and pain of teeth clenching and grinding. Yeah, Mm. that was like the best thing ever because I don't even know for how long I would complain to Sal and I would just be like my jaw is just constantly, constantly Mm. clenched. Like it's constantly holding tension and I would consciously have to be like, wait, relax it and like drop my jaw to get the migraines yeah and I would wake Mm. up with headaches I would wake up and then my jaw would start clicking it was like this whole thing and it's definitely very common like I swear everyone I speak to when I'm like yeah I got Botox in my jaw to stop from teeth clenching they're like oh my god I need that yeah everyone's I'm like what have we all collectively been holding (laughs) in to hold stress here so much I think it's the stress of Sydney to be honest fully it's just the stress of being alive yeah but yeah and it has just helped so much like I remember I was going to sleep the first time you did it and it was kicking in and I was like oh my god my teeth aren't together and my partner was like what and I was like, my teeth aren't touching. Like, it's just, it's just there. Like, it's, it's just, they're not sitting they're normally. Just hanging. Yeah. And he's like, your teeth would touch when you would go to sleep. You freak. And I was like, yeah. Like, that's that's what it was. They would just sit there clenched. I'd be like, release it. And then to release it, it would yeah. feel weird. Mm. Like, I felt like I couldn't. I was just like, I don't know what to do with this thing. I would say to Sal, I was like, I just want someone to take it off. Yeah. I was like, just take <laughs> the drawer just like, off. Yeah. You know, like on a skeleton, you yeah. can just take the drawer off and put it on the side table. That's what I wish I could do. That's a lot do. of pain, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I welcome the relief. But, <laughs> and it was just so good realising that it was such a simple little thing mm-hmm. that could relieve that tension. Yeah. So, so helpful. Obviously, everyone's different. But it was funny because I remember telling you, that I was like, first time we did it, I did feel a difference and then I think I got used to it. And mm. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. And then it started coming back and I was like, oh, wait, no, there it is. Mm. I can Gym. feel it now. Like you get used to it just being normal and relaxed. So you're yeah. like, oh, maybe it wasn't that bad when I was clenching it before. Maybe it wasn't as as much of a thing I was imagining it. And then it comes back and you're like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I was like, how oh, to help me. And it's not that intense to have the treatment. People no. think, oh, it's this massive needle. It's like a, you know, a dental procedure. And I'm like, no. Slow breaths. Here we go. One, two, three. (laughs) And they're like, oh, is that it? I'm like, yep, that's it. All done. You have such a calming voice. It's so melodic, right? Please read me a bedtime story. Yeah, please. Can you release an audiobook? Thank you. So, another trend that we've seen a lot all over the internet is baby Botox. 
So is Botox preventative? And what is baby Botox? What's the difference? In all honesty, it's just a lower dosage. Ah, here I was thinking it was a completely different procedure or product. No. Once again, marketing, social media. We love it. (laughs) I'm always like educating people. I'm like, okay, it's the same thing. It's just a lower dosage. And they're like, oh, but don't you treat me low most of the time? And I'm like, yeah. Do you like the way you look? They go, yeah, I like it. But I don't know if I need more or I need less. So a lot of the time it's just educating the patient once again. Like I can't repeat that word enough. (laughs) Education, education, have your consults. Baby Botox is just a minimal amount of anti-wrinkle product. So you've still got a little bit of movement, but it's not that obvious and not so shiny. And it's like, wow, Mm. she's gone all crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So would you recommend that for someone who is considering Botox or at that entry level and they're, you know, a little bit hesitant or just starting out? Definitely. If someone's a little bit anxious and they're like, oh, am I going to be fake? Am I going to be frozen? Yeah. And... If I tell them, oh, no, 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 like, don't worry about it. And I know that I've treated them and dosed them in a way that they won't have movement, they'll hate it. Mm. And they won't come back. They'll be traumatized and then they'll tell all their friends. It's, so. it's not nice when you can't move your face. Like, I've had that elsewhere. And I was there and I was being like, I'm trying to move my eyebrows. Yeah, you feel a bit animated. So, you don't feel like so you. It's so weird. I hated it. I was like, I need to be able to move my eyebrows. I have yeah. to. Yeah. They're they're one half of my face. Yeah, Yeah, well, I just love Al's eyebrow movement so much. I'm, like, so jealous of her Mm. brows and, like, the absolute brows. It's just amazing. But, yeah, I feel like the way that you've done it, she still can, like, pull all of her funny little faces. I can still give someone the hairy eyeball. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which I was like, yes! (laughs) Well, that's why it's important to ask someone, you know, which muscle bothers you. Like, Mm. do you want your eyebrows to move? Do you want to have the ability to frown? Some people look at me puzzled, like, why are you asking me this question? I just want to be frozen. Mm, and then yeah. some patients are like, oh, thank you so much for asking me that. Like, I've never had that question asked before. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Okay. So weird. <laughs> well, Do you guys ever see that Adam Sandler movie, Just Go With It, with Jennifer Aniston? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the bit where they're at a party and there's a guy that's, like, a bit older and he's, like, got the really bad spray tan <laughs> and he's got a straw and he's trying to put oh, the yeah, straw. the straw is, like, swiveling around. And it's, like, going, like, <laughs> yeah. it's hitting, like, everywhere on his face but his mouth. And Adam Sandler's like, there you go. Nope, nearly got it. <laughs> yep. Nope, there. Oh, hey, you got it. That bit just always <laughs> reminds me and it's so funny (laughs) it like makes me think of like I don't ever want that like Mm -hmm. but that would never happen like you can always feel your face like Botox is never gonna take away the feeling in your face unless something terrible happens but Mm. not in most in most cases Mm -hmm. it should be fine so the last question that we got heaps from the chicks like everyone was sending this in because we were like what the hell is this but (laughs) what the fuck is Barbie Botox (laughs) To be honest, I haven't had any patient come in and say, I want Barbie Botox. So this is the first. I mean, Barbie's great. It's it's what everyone's talking about. Everyone's going into the hot pink era and it's, <laughs> it's all happening. There's different ways that a lot of people are interpreting it. So mm. you've got Margot Robbie as one and she's got movement. Her mm. work is flawless. So if a patient comes in, I'm like, well do you like Margot Robbie or do you like Barbie the character? Mm. Because once again, that's no movement. So that's more of the frozen, shiny look, really pulled back, contoured. And then Margot is this natural looking, stunning 
piece of art and I'm like, do you want movement? And they go, yeah. I'm like, well, that's what she's got. Now, there are other areas of the body that people are having anti-wrinkle. As, as Barbie Botox, mm-hmm. right? And it's the... The trapezius muscle. So it's sort of like your shoulder blade. People come in and they're like, oh, I want this. And they'll show me a photo on like Instagram and they're like, look at this amazing result. Like I want to be snatched. I'm like, wow, this is what we've come to. Okay. Yeah. Um, what it does, it basically slims down the muscle. And it relaxes it. But also if someone is working out every day and they want to be able to lift weights and use their upper body strength, that's where it comes into play where it's like, hang on, do you need this muscle? Do you use the muscle? And if you do, then this treatment wouldn't be ideal because once again, it's weakening the muscle. Mm. So aesthetically, it just slims down the shoulders. But how much is it and how long does it last? (laughs) Well... Every clinic varies in prices, mm-hmm. but I would say it's starting off at around 800 Mm-hmm. Can go up to 1200 or $1,500. <laughs> yep. Wait. <laughs> and how long does it last? Alex is like, just say it. It lasts around three months. Yeah. What? Uh, mm-hmm. Who is getting this? Uh, oh it apparently God. helps with, I saw that it helps with headaches. But like, because oh, yeah. if you're like really like hunt, like yeah. clenched as well. But like, I don't know. That's a lot. Yeah. I'll oh take up some God. Advil. Well, there's <laughs> other there's other areas like you got the platysmal bands, got the necklines. Like they're all connected in a way. So mm. you've got like your masseters is one, and that helps with the headaches. And then you've got your forehead muscle and your frown, and that helps with the headaches. Mm. And then lower face is what everyone's looking at now because of Barbie, and they want a really tight neck. And the snatched shoulders, so yeah, that just means more product. <laughs> like I, I feel like this is the thing after like you know getting little bits of Botox and little yeah. bits of filler now, and really kind of having that regulation on myself to not fall into these things because there's always going to be something. If you're constantly looking for something that you're like, oh now now my shoulders are too fat. Yeah. Like come on, man. Like it's just like that's not true. Like I feel like we're constantly looking for the thing in ourselves that we need to fix and like mm. getting ourselves out of that headspace is difficult sometimes but it's just silly like again everyone can do what they want like if that's something that really makes you insecure or you really want to you know slim down that and you've got the money to do it then yeah that's you know right. go go for gold but I think whenever you're going to go get cosmetic injections I think it's always really good to know why Mm. I think why are you doing this are you doing this for yourself like inwardly are you doing this to look a certain way because like are you doing it to feel more confident are you doing it because you want to be you know seen as attractive to other people like what is that and and why are you doing it for yourself is there ever any reason that if anyone came in and they said why they were doing it is there any why that you'd be like you shouldn't do this what an 18 year old comes in and she's like oh my friend mm. had her lips filled and I feel like I need to have my lips filled mm. and I'm like mm, okay so then I'll ask certain questions and then I'll have to just in the end tell them have a beautiful facial like what's wrong with having a skin treatment I feel like everybody skips skin treatments these days and mm. it's like it's all about the needles and it's all about the no movement the filled lips and the cheeks and I'm like no it's not the way to go. Mm. Yeah, well, it's so hard with, like, we're only comparing ourselves more and more with social media and, like, even over the last few weeks there's been that filter that's been viral on TikTok of, like, 
showing you aged. Oh, yeah. And I see so many comments <laughs> being like, oh, my God, I need Botox stat. And you do see, like, quite a few dermatologists or people who work in the cosmetic injections industry being like, yeah, this is pretty accurate to yeah. what you look like. So I can understand why some people are like, oh, like, you know, my friend's gotten this done or I've put this filter on. So, like, I yeah. really want to get it. But I think, again, education is so important and knowing why. And also what you should get. Mm. It's not everything's going to look good on everyone. And what it's going to do over time Mm. and how you can actually improve your skin and the way things look. Not everything is like glitz, glamour and all of that. And they're like, some people listen, some people don't. If they want to walk out the door, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Bye, bitch. there's the door, bitch. Um, yeah. I'm like, the door. I'll be here for another consult if you want to come back. Yeah. And most of the time they do. They just want to come back for a chat again and just touch base. And they'll be like, oh, I found this product and this treatment. Do you think that will be suitable? Like, for me, I'm like, this is great. Like, yes, ask me those questions. Yeah. Mm. Not just, I want this because I don't feel good. I'm like, Amazing. Well, why? So if any of the chicks do want to come and see you, where can they find you? At Evolution Laser Clinic in Bondi Junction. And she's best. Full stop. Yeah, I mean, look at Elle. She's always beautiful, but she's very happy. She like, is. Yes. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're gorgeous. Nah, it's great. I love it. She's got the glow. She's got the glow. We <laughs> love. Glow. She lives, she loves, she learns. <laughs> Must be all the water that you're drinking. It is. Yeah. Did you see me? I had my friend yeah. Green when I came in today. I went to the gym once. I'm a god. <laughs> I'm <laughs> on my health kick. Let's see how I go tomorrow. I might be like, everybody hurts. <laughs> <laughs> then I will see how I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool and I like to dust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much. No, thank for you. Coming in today. I know we've been wanting to do this for ages and it's been an absolute pleasure. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you next time. So thank you, chicks, for having us in your ear holes. We absolutely love to be here. And thank you to MIK Made for making this episode of Two Bro Chicks happen. Bye chicks. Bye chicks. Bye. Bye.